Hey guys, welcome to the very first bite-sized breakdown. Uh, at least that's what we're calling it right now. And yes, I recognize that it probably totally adds to any to all the confusion surrounding any sort of branding that we might do. You're not sure if it's book logs or book clubs or backlogs or back clubs or breakdowns or beatdowns or well now you got bite-sized in there. So uh, you're welcome. You can send your hate mail to to us uh, at the backlog breakdown at gmail.com. Uh, anyways, um, so you're listening to this and, uh, you know, you're fairly smart. So I'm going to assume that you're going to see that this is probably going to be a much shorter episode than normal. And that's what the bite-sized breakdowns are going to be. Uh, shorter form content that is going to release in the off weeks. Uh, so when we don't have a full length episode, you can expect one of these these little guys um or when we don't have an episode that runs so long that we have to turn it into two like we had to do with john with chrono trigger and then micah when we did shadow of the colossus and uh, i don't really know what the format for the most part is going to be like outside of this uh it'll probably just be me or josh handling uh the the topic um, because the way this is sort of going to go, I don't, you know, I am sans Josh, sans Josh, uh, you know, if you want to get fancy. But uh, I think, the the like I said, the format is going to be pretty much one of us will, will hop on here. And we're going to take, uh, you know, anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes to talk about something a little more in depth uh, that wouldn't fit into the podcast proper or we couldn't figure out a way that we could handle it right in the podcast. Um, you know, like I, what what really prompted this? Um, one is Josh and I had a conversation, and we both liked the idea of having weekly content. Um, but one of the the things that early on in the sort of like the planning and development of the podcast, and sort of when I pitched this to him, was like every other week. Uh, because, frankly, uh, neither one of us, uh, well, while we probably could handle it, uh, it just, uh, there'd have to be sacrifices made that we're just not, uh, I'm just not comfortable with and, and Josh isn't comfortable with. And, uh, you know, we, we are busy. Uh, you know, Josh has uh, school kicking back up and uh, with the, all the stuff that sort of, you know, he and his wife, Samantha, record their other podcasts. So, uh, there's just a lot sort of on his plate, um, and then I'm just very busy with work and trying to get stuff together for the diaconate training and, and everything else. So, yeah, uh, so, but we, like I said, we did want to start just making weekly content, and that's where these come in. Uh, so, the the short version was, uh, we were talking about what we could possibly do in sort of a, a weekly sort of format. And well, that's this. What we wanted to cover was basically, we wanted to use this time to maybe go a little bit more in depth with, with some game reviews where we felt felt like we hadn't covered it the way that we wanted to, or maybe talk a little bit more about a book that we've been reading and we didn't cover it the way we, we wanted to in the backlog report. Um, 
you know, just it's sort of an effort to we, we feel like this content, especially when we're engaging it and consuming it, uh, especially the worthwhile stuff, probably deserves like a, a better a better chunk of time and a little bit more of our attention that we we've been giving it to. Uh, in particular, one of the things I, I, I was just one of the things that actually sort of like stirred this up for me was. I was uh, listening over some of uh, the one the one episode where I talked about how I had beaten Pyre, and I realized that my review or sort of my coverage of that game was was pretty sparse, and I and I I felt like I didn't really do it justice, and so you know I thought I would at some point in time like to sit down and take fifteen to twenty minutes and talk about you know Pyre. I, I think it's there's that game at least has a 15, 15 minute sort of chunk of content that is worth talking about. Uh, and depending on how this goes, maybe maybe we'll actually talk about it later uh, later on. But the other thing, you know, there were there are some questions we've got or topics that we've sort of played around with, but we haven't really found a way to integrate into the podcast proper. Either um, we just well, we just weren't sure how to, to, to leverage them in, in a way that would be helpful. But we do feel like that content would be helpful for the listener. Uh, there were a couple question questions that we had gotten and we wanted to interact with, but we weren't sure quite how to. And that's and this this space is where content like that is going to feature. Uh, one of the other things that we wanted to do with this, uh, and sort of I think lastly, as far as the 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 hopes for these uh, bite-sized breakdowns is at some point in time we would like to open this up to listener created content um, the 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 details and how we're going to go about doing that we're we're not a hundred percent as far as what exactly what what we would need or require obviously there would be some sort of vetting. Um, but this, we did want to open it up and say like, Hey, like if any of the listeners wanted to maybe do a review of a game they played or talk about something that they had come across as far as like helping them to organize their time and to manage their time well and wisely, uh, you know, we definitely wanted to open this up for, you know, a 10 to 15 minute segment or, uh, even, even, you know, again, that, that 30 minutes sort of being the high mark. Uh, but this will be the the sort of where that content will feature again this will be the the space that these things will exist in so that's pretty much uh as 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 far as the short form content goes this is pretty much the long and short of it i we don't really you know i mean obviously this thing could change and turn into something else um altogether um and and while the bulk of the content will probably just be about the games that we're playing because that is sort of like the chief hobby um that we we cover you know like i said we do want to open this up to other things and uh maybe look for other recommendations and uh you know just ways that we can continue to serve and, and edify the community so um now that i've got that out of the way i am going to take a, a few minutes here to talk about pyre uh, so one, I, I, I just want to say that I, 
I'm fairly sure that I pre-ordered this game when it came out uh, because I was absolutely obsessed with Supergiant's first game, Bastion. And uh, while it was a slower burn, I really did like their second game, Transistor. And I'm absolutely looking forward to the console release of Hades. Uh, if it drops in 2019 and I don't have some sort of like PlayStation Store credit or, or something uh, on console, uh, I, will, I will probably break my no-buying game streak and pick that one up. Uh, just, I, I love their studio and pretty much everything they've ever made is gold in my opinion, including Pyre. Now I have to be honest, Pyre was a real slow burn for me from the get go. Uh, the, I'd probably say the first couple hours are real sort of hard to get into. There's a lot of, well, there's a lot of reading that you have to do, but then the game doesn't throw you into all of the nuance of all of the mechanics. So I I think I called it like, and, and other people have called it this as well, but like a sort of a swords and sorcery or a high fantasy version of NBA Jam. And that's kind of true, but kind of not. Um, it has, it feels actually, it, it sort of reminded me of Transistor in that there's sort of a, tactical element to it that uh, well in transistor there's this mechanic where you can sort of pause and then plan your route and everything else and while this while pyre doesn't necessarily have that same mechanic because you're well ba hmm man I'm, I'm getting all over the place so the basic format of the game is you have you pick a squad of three players on your side and you have a squad of three on the other side and the goal is to douse your opponent's pyre and you do that by passing basically this magic energy sphere in between your players and moving it down the field and then getting one of your players to either throw it into the the opponent's pyre or sacrifice themselves, and they come back after a, a turn, but you, they they throw themselves on the pyre, and then they come back the next one. Uh, the story behind this all is, uh, well, because this, this game is so text-heavy, and the narrative is just... Uh, it can it can be pretty dizzy, dizzying, but the context is basically your exiles... And it, it, you've been thrown out of sort of this this kingdom or this empire, and the only way to get back in is to win these contests. And uh, yeah, uh, I mean, without going into spoiler territory, that's sort of as as much as I'm going to say about the story. I will say that uh, again, it was a little hard for me to get into uh, for the first couple hours, but after after you sort of identify with a few of these characters and and that's one of the things that super giant has always been really good at is uh crafting uh these worlds and these characters that sort of and these storylines and narratives that just really get their hooks into you um the controls in my opinion and just the way this game plays it's it's okay the the thing is while you're controlling one of your three players that's the only one that moves and then you when you pass the the sphere or this ball or of energy or whatever to another player, then they can they can move at that point in time. Um, so it it would be, 
I don't know. It, that's sort of where the NBA Jam sort of uh, comparison breaks down because there's only ever two characters moving at at one point in time. The when the opponent is moving one, and uh, you're moving one, and sort of you're sort of maneuvering all your different pieces um, uh, around the board a little bit. It's it's just it's hard to describe until you're actually playing it. Um, but it is it is pretty good. Uh, it's it's probably honestly my least favorite part of the game. I just feel like eh, it, it's okay. I just uh, the the actual gameplay just it was it was okay. But the the reason I it, it's like the reason I stuck around because uh, it was because of the characters and just I wanted to see how this thing ended. Um, I think you can't possibly address these uh the super giants games without addressing the music that darren korb makes for these games and uh i have been tempted several times in the last couple of weeks to pick up all three of those albums i think i actually own bastion i got it bastion soundtrack i think i got it as part of like a humble bundle years ago but i have no idea you know i'd probably have to dig around in my emails to figure uh, out where, where that's that's tucked away um, but yeah, uh, the, the soundtrack is, is really, really good. Uh, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to compare. Uh, he, he actually showed up on the, the super best friends video game sleepover, uh, podcast at one point in time and did an interview and he sort of talked about the different influences that were going on with with each one of the games bastion then transistor and then now pyre um and there's just such a uh it's it's interesting how you can definitely tell like it's his music but at the same time uh each one of them has a very distinct vibe without compromising uh it's yeah and and you know if i'm being honest i i think uh one of the things i really appreciated was the the closing track uh that the credits sort of rolled to actually i looked it up and uh it changes depending on how you play the game uh, without, again, without going into spoiler territory, you will make decisions throughout the gameplay. And then the song will actually like sort of tell the story of your uh, playthrough, which I thought was just, I mean, granted, it's not like the most artistically striking song. And I can only imagine like what a nightmare that was to sort of have to record all of the different potential outcomes but uh yeah i i was really actually pretty tickled by that i thought that was a really cool little uh add-on uh and, and again that that music is just uh darren like i said darren corb probably writes some of the only video game music that i am perfectly content to just listen to the album and and re-listen to it and re-listen to it and re-listen to it um and again so uh, the other thing, I just feel like one of the other things that Supergiant does is they have a really, um, they have a really good art team as, as far as just, uh, as aesthetics and style, uh, go, uh, they just, 
all of the games, like all the the character design has, uh, even though there are differences where Bastion was sort of like a super deformed, sort of almost chibi-ish style. And then uh, Transistor was very uh, sort of clean and sleek. And then Pyre goes into the sort of the, uh, you know, gritty wasteland sort of. Uh, but the, there's just sort of, a, a, and again, uh, the, whoever, uh, you know, I probably ought to look up their name, uh, look, look look up some of their art leads. Uh, but it's just, they, they seem to sort of nail, one of the things, again, I just love about uh, that, that studio in general is they sort of nail the visuals in a way that is uniquely a uh, super giant, but at the same time, uh, they're distinct. Each, each one of those games can be distinguished from each other. Just, uh, so yeah, it's, it's just one of those games where at some point in time, I will probably go back and play it again. Um, and not every game gets that from me. I, I know I say that a lot, but like legitimately, um, there's enough sort of difference going on. Like I could go back through and play that game in a completely different way. And it's not even like, it's sort of, it's, and again, sort of avoiding spoilers here, but it's not like if you were to play Fable and you played it good and you made all the good decisions and then you made it all the evil decisions there's a lot of nuance and sort of like and some of it, it it is a very binary it's like you pick a or b but even sort of the the point where you're getting up until to that that point where you're making those decisions is just uh really interesting so uh it's just it's a game that i would recommend i would recommend it first and foremost uh for the music uh i really think that the music in that game and again I, I i enjoyed the other parts about it. i i wasn't sold on the controls the mechanics of the game per se but the music in that game really did just sort of drag me through it and uh you know they, they were definitely you know yeah so i i really this if i had to give sort of a rating or a recommendation here this one would definitely get get a thumbs up as 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 a should play this game I, I don't know if I would write this down or chalk this down as a must-play game, but I would definitely, uh, I would definitely uh, encourage people to uh, give this one a go, especially you know if they're you know, considering you know hashtag backlogs and finances and keeping all of that in mind. But uh, you know if if you're looking for something that's going to scratch like if if you like i don't the the thing that's hard about this game is that it's just there it doesn't have anything that really compares like i mean and again like the the nba jam with with magic sort of thing doesn't really work because in some ways it almost feels more of a like a a never stopping chess match but that's not accurate either it's just uh, it's a really interesting experience. Um, it does take some time getting used to, but again, I just would totally encourage anybody who has the opportunity to to play this game uh, to give it a chance and to really push through the first couple of hours because I really do feel like the game gets a lot better 
and a lot more interesting uh, after after probably the first couple hours. And I know that that might seem like a, a chunk of time that you you might not want to put that time into. You might not want to put that time into it, but I really do think once you get past those, those first couple of hours, the game really opens up, and then it it just it does become something absolutely uh, special. So uh, that's that's about all I've got as far as Pyre goes. Um, and again, you know, just uh, thanks guys for taking a minute here to listen to the the inaugural bite size breakdown. Uh, hope you enjoy this content, and uh, we'll catch you next time. All right, bye bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.